I'm Kirsty Logan, this is my co-host Heather Parry. And welcome to our super special extra Halloween pre-season 5 countdown thing. Why are you saying it so questioningly? <laughs> it is super special. It is super special. So special. So what we're going to be doing for the next 14, not 13 days. Yeah, thanks Christopher Pike. <laughs> is we're going to be doing um, mini episodes where we discuss one of the 13 tales of horror from the thirst, first, the thirst. It is thirsty. <laughs> collection. Oh my God, it is. <laughs> Um, so, who have we got today, Kirsty? We have got Christopher Pike with Collect Call, part one. Of course. Um, now, we have covered Christopher Pike many a time on this podcast. However, only in the Patreon-only episodes, we have done the following. Whisper of Death, which had a real problematic rape element mm. in it. Uh, we had Scavenger Hunt, which turned out to be not about a scavenger hunt, but actually about zombie dinosaurs. Of course. Okay. Uh, the Eternal Enemy, which was about a VCR that shows the future, except actually it wasn't, it was about robots. He's got a real problem. He tells you it's about one thing, it's a real bait and switch, mm -hmm. which we'll come to yes. in this, because uh, there's no collect call in this story. <laughs> Fucking bait and switch. We also did The Immortal Enemy, which was about a Greek goddess, but actually it was about a time travel possession. That was the least kind of bad. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> which is the best you're going to get from Christopher Pike. And we also had Witch, which wasn't about a witch. It no. was about a clairvoyant Jesus woman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we also had Die Softly, which I wish would die yeah. hard <laughs> the and painfully. Worst book ever it was horrendous. But anyway, you'll have to join us on Patreon if you would like to hear more about those travesties. Yes. So, Collect Call part one because mm. he can't do what everyone else does and play by the fucking rules of course he has to ruin the entire premise of the book by making it in two parts fine it's fine i have to say i actually quite like this story um i don't like christopher pike i can never speak to you again this is better than his novels though because it's actually kind of about the thing it appears to be about well it's not about a collect call though is it anyway no. you'll tell us all about it so here's what it's about Janice Adam, who is Janice Ian in my head from like point number one. <laughs> she would never she, do this shit. <laughs> your fave would never. Uh, Janice Ian, let's say, is at a party. And so is her nemesis, Caroline Spencer, because women can't get on. Um, and women must always fight over, over basic dudes. Basic dudes. This basic dude is Bobby Walker. Uh, he's new at Chester Hawk High. Chester Rock, Chester Hawk, Chester Rock. <laughs> and he's got, <laughs> quote, all the girls sweating. <laughs> sweating to get away from him yeah <laughs> that's hormones Christopher. <laughs> um this dude bobby has got jet black hair a black leather ja jacket faded jeans and a stern face literally meatloaf he um, is a hundred percent pure meatloaf he's literal meatloaf because the only two categories of men are meatloaf and or other, other. Of he's definitely meatloaf he's definitely meatloaf meatloaf <laughs> like meatloaf <laughs> sorry <laughs> So Caroline is head cheerleader and walks around with her megaphone, which is really obnoxious. So Janice hates her. Fair enough. And she hates her even more when Bobby Walker gives her a tape for her birthday. Oh my god. Despite this mutual sort of hatred going on, um, she gets cor corralled into drunk driving Caroline home. <laughs> I think you can see where this is going. 
and then it's not going to go well, is it? Because uh, Christopher Pike is a moralistic dick. Yep. So here's the music, Kirsty. <clears throat> Dark, sensual synthesizers. A drum machine in tune with a disembodied spirit. Then a haunting voice as cold as grey snow and as deep as a forgotten well. Powerful stuff. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to read you some of the lyrics. I want you to make a noise in the background like that music is described. Are you ready? Oh, nice. The stars are holes in the sky. The moon is a thorn in the dark. It drips white light. Give me the knife. Let's cut out our eyes. Oh, now, I remember reading that at ten, 10 years old and thinking, that is the fucking coolest thing that, is that I've shit. ever heard. I'm sure I tried to write a poem just like that because I thought it was so fucking cool. And you, yeah, I've no doubt you did. I was so goth at 10. <laughs> um, so they kind of are like, oh, this is very cool music. Um, and then they have an argument in the car and Caroline tells Janice not to go around with Bobby. And then Janice calls Caroline a slut. So Caroline punches her in the face. Don't call each other sluts. Don't do that. Unless Be you're sluts. doing it in a loving way <laughs> and you're like slut power. That's okay. <laughs> um, and then as usual, the car goes off a cliff. And as they crash, the tape says, this is my night. This is your night. I'm a black walker, babe. <laughs> Which you have to say in a semi-posh accent. Every time I see the whiskey Johnny Walker, I think of this. Is that just <laughs> the, the lamest walker. thing ever? Yeah. So Janice uh, is alive at the bottom of this crash and then sees that Caroline has blood all over her and she knows she'll get into huge trouble because she was dr- drunk driving, even though they were both drunk. The drunk driving isn't really made a big thing of, like, it's just Well, fine. it's okay to be a drunk passenger. <laughs> I've been a drunk passenger many a time. That's okay. She also has had eight or nine beers. That's a lot. Which is more than a little bit. Anyway. She must so. have peed so much. Yeah. <laughs> when they started going off the cliff and she just wet herself. <laughs> Probably. So uh, Janice is like, well, I'm going to get into huge trouble. So she drags Caroline's corpse into the driver's seat. Um, and pretends it was Caroline who was drunk driving. And then she realises that there's gas in the air all around them. And also she realises that she hasn't checked that Caroline is actually dead. And oh god, she's not dead. And then boof, car explodes. <gasps> yeah. I don't oh, think that actually MG. happens, but fine, whatever. I mean, fine. So... Yeah, didn't they do that in Last Action Hero? <laughs> a joke about that. She's also like I three like steps... that film. I know everybody hates it. I've not seen anyway. it. She's I like mean, I wouldn't three bother. steps away from the car... And then is just blown to safety. No, she'd be blown up there, <laughs> three steps away get from an hit entire by car. debris. Anyway, after the hospital and after talking to the cops, who just seem kind of like, ah, these things happen. Uh, Janice goes home, and there's a message. I imagine the cops just doing a shrug. Oh shit! Meh. Shit happens. There's a message on a home machine from Caroline, asking her to pick her up for the party weird that she called because they weren't friends but then when she's upstairs someone calls and leaves a message and it's caroline again (gasps) caroline is calling her now but she's dead heather dead the messages get angrier and angrier and she turns the machine off but the messages still come (gasps) so she goes to the hospital and she's like driver of that car actually was not dead and they say she sure was dead but she wasn't called Caroline. So what Janice, was she called, Heather? Well, Janice finds the body and checks the tag. The tag says Janice Adams. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. 
driving home, because she's driving apparently already, um, from the hospital, she realises... Are there no taxis in this town? I know, just don't... Anyway, she realises that she's got the tape in the car with her, even though she left it at home. Oh, weird. So she plays it. Don't. (laughs) Just don't. Burn it. Stop there. Throw it away. Throw it out the window. Throw it out the window. This is Actually, no, that's, that's, that's littering. Put Never it in works. the bin. Neatly. Eat it. Um, and then she... Eat it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> so as she plays it, she realises that she actually put the tape at, on top of the machine at home. And somehow it got inside. So just remember that. This tape's like self-aware. Okay. It was the tape. I imagine playing... it walking on tiny feet. <laughs> it was this tape playing Caroline's messages. It was the tape Bobby gave to Caroline. The tape in the car starts playing new messages from Caroline, directing Janice to go and pick her up to take her to the party. Janice drives, as instructed, to the crash site and she sees inside the crash car, there's someone in there, Kirsty. And it's Caroline. He can't resist a time travel, can he? Well, I don't even know if this is fucking time travel, to be honest with you. So Caroline sees Janice and then there's this weird bit where... Caroline's trying to get out of the car and Janice is trying to help her and then so they can't do it because they're both pulling the handle which is like just say stop pulling the handle just don't write that (laughs) it's just it's just weird and pointless (laughs) for a story that's already too long but fine um and then Janice and Caroline see each other and then the car blows up but it's Caroline that gets thrown aside when the car explodes and Janice gets sucked inside Cool. So then we're back in the hospital and someone's waking up again, but this time it's Caroline. And she's told that Janice died in the car crash and Bobby's waiting outside to see her. She has two messages on her hospital machine, one from Bobby asking if she liked the tape and saying, cool, I'll see you if you're still alive. Weird, fine. And one from... (laughs) That's not a red flag. Nope. (laughs) Yeah, alert. (laughs) Press some sort of button. And one message from Janice saying she'll be in touch soon. I love that this entire story centres on cassette tapes and answering machines. <laughs> it's it is so incredibly 90s. 90s. Uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense. No, it doesn't how, make any sense. How does fact. she check her answer machine at the hospital? Why is her answer machine at the hospital? Maybe it's the hospital answer machine. Maybe you get your own phone. Just what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I can't like it. I feel like my expectations of Christopher Pike of Christopher Pike are on the floor essentially. So it's hard for him to disappoint me because I expect so little. So I quite enjoyed this. Oh, I don't know. I was just like, what is going on? They have they gone back, but the past is different. So what's happening? But that you have that experience reading all his books, <laughs> oh, being yeah, like, what's be. happening and why? I also love this bit, and I could never quite be scared of Bobby after this because when they first see him at the party, she says. I wonder if he ever washes it. And oh. she does refer to his jacket, but I immediately thought she meant his cock, dick. Yeah. So I was oh. like, oh, he's got a cheesy cock. Oh, well, then there's this as well. So um, Caroline, the cheerleader's best friend, is called Susie. And they call her Susie Q, which I immediately thought Susie Quattro. Yeah. And then they said she looks like a Susie Q with all of the white cream pouring out, pouring out and making a mess out of everything. What? 
It must be a cake or something. Oh, maybe it's a cake. It must be. What else could it be? I was like, what is that? Like a jug? Like a type of jug? Like a Lazy Susan is a type of oh, thing? Oh, no, I assumed it was a cake of some kind. All right. It's still pretty fucking it's grim. It's weird, isn't why, it? Why would she look like she's got white cream points on her? <laughs> I don't What's know. What's happening? There's also the bit where... Um, they say, they're trying to say how Bobby's like a badass and he's really violent and they say, oh, we beat this guy up for a name that he called him and then they say, but he just called him Bobby. <laughs> but of course I was like, he clearly called him Booby. <laughs> <laughs> then he was like, fuck you. So he's got cheesy cock and he's called Booby. Oh. So it's really hard to be scared of him. Also, oh, he's just so sexy because he hit a guy. No, Oh, yuck. Can we please get rid of that trope? I'd love to. Can we to. go back in time? If we've got time travel, can we go back in time to the 90s and just not do that trope anymore? Because it needs gone. Talking to you, Christopher. Talking so, to you directly because you're definitely listening. No, you're not. You're <laughs> so not. the end of that story will come on our 14th episode, which will mm -hmm. be on October 30th. So you've got to wait to hear what Cheesy Cock Booby does next. <laughs> God, the further adventures of Cheesy Cock Booby. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Kirsty, where can people find us between Oh, wait, we didn't give that a score. What do you want to give oh, it? Oh, oh. Uh, two? Two. Okay, yeah. it's getting two out of five. Okay. Um, that was quick. Yep. <laughs> there we go. Being decisive today. They can find us on Twitter at Teenage Scream underscore and on Instagram at Teenage Scream Pod. And if you want to be nice and support us, if you can, then you can go to patreon.com slash Teenage Scream Podcast and uh, give us some dollar and get one free episode, every bonus month. every month. Where we mainly talk about Christopher Pike and how much we hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should do an I Hate Pike badge oh, next nice. year as well. But it's a bit mean on the fish, a pike. We don't hate them. Maybe I mean, I have I no do. feelings. Oh, maybe you do. And uh, tune in, tune in on your radio <laughs> dial tomorrow when we will be doing the next story in the collection, which is called Lucinda by Leia Litka. Leia Litka. Leia Litka. Okay. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.